I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. Here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. That's my wife, Tara, doing the intro for Picky Pet Peeves. I'm actually going to start with my wife, Tara, because my wife recently said something to me that made me just go... Here's what she said. You're a little impossible. Of course, I jumped right on that. Hey, you can't be a little impossible. It's like an on-off switch. There are no degrees of impossibility. It's either impossible or it's possible. Really? Another thing that gets me going, people who don't realize other people exist on this mortal coil. Yeah, I'm in line to get gas the other day, and all the pumps are full. So I get behind a woman who, just as I get there, is inserting her credit card into the gas pump. She starts pumping the gas, then gets in the car, which is dangerous because as she slides her backside out of the car, she'll create static, which could spark a fire and destroy us all. But that's not what got me mad. What got me mad is as soon as she's done pumping the gas, she puts the gas nozzle back into the pump. She turns the cap on her car and then locks the car and walks to the store, leaving her car by the pump. Now, there are spots in front of the store that she could have used. Normally, I would advocate a little exercise, but not when all the pumps are full and you're stopping somebody else from pumping gas. Get in the car, drive to a spot, then go into the store, you idiot. Nobody cares. They're talking about the weather in Seattle, and there's a woman on TV saying, well, we recently had weather move through. Yeah, nice job, yambag. There's always weather. Weather is the state of the atmosphere. Sunny and pleasant is weather. Just as much as a rainstorm, you moron! Seriously? You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. These folks are about as creative as a sloth on sedatives. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. You know, Broadway these days, it's a lot like Hollywood. Just out of fresh ideas, recycling more than your grandma's plastic bags, you know? Case in point, they've decided to turn Prince's iconic Purple Rain into a stage musical. Yeah, you heard it right. I mean, come on. I think of Revolution of Musical Theater. I immediately think, let's take an 80s classic film, slap some jazz hands on it, and we're off. You can just imagine the board meeting now. Bunch of guys in suits. What's hot with the kids these days? TikTok? No, no. Let's dig up some old hits and milk them dry. The producers in their infinite wisdom are saying we can't wait for a new generation to discover Purple Rain and for lovers of the original film and album to experience its power again. This time live. I can already see the tagline. Purple Rain, now with three times more tap dancing. I mean, look, Purple Rain was great, no doubt about it. But turning it into a Broadway musical, it's like turning The Godfather into a puppet show. Wait, I better stop before I give somebody an idea. But hey, who needs originality when you can just rehash the past? It's like Broadway's stuck in a time loop and we're all forced to watch Groundhog Day the musical on repeat. I can already hear the critics. It's a timeless classic. Yeah, just like the original movie, which is probably playing in somebody's VHS in a dusty basement somewhere. Broadway, come on. I love Prince as much as the next person. Probably more. But turning Purple Rain into a musical, it's like putting mustard on a steak. It's sacrilegious. Leave the classics alone. Put Purple Rain where it belongs in the pantheon of timeless films, not a stage with people doing pirouettes to wind doves cry. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. 
The missing part of the Alaska Airlines aircraft that blew off mid-flight has been found in the backyard in Portland. It's already been converted into a craft brewery. Pornhub blocked Montana over the state's new age verification law. It's bad news for the producers of the new porn series, Yellowbone. Yesterday, two NFL coaches were asked not to return to their jobs, as was one Golden Globes host. It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. He's quirky and cranky, and that makes for a lot of awkward interactions. What a jerk. Help Prospector learn from his mistakes. It's time for Am I a Jerk on Rock 107. All right, am I a jerk? Last week, there's an SUV parked in my spot, my spot, here at Rock 107, two days in a row. I have an assigned spot. There are signs at the parking lot that say unauthorized parkers may be towed. Second day the car's there, I pull my car up perpendicular to his trunk, as close as I can get it, and I leave it there. Maybe you saw the picture on my Facebook, facebook.com slash angryprospector. I left a note that read, rather than have you towed, I just blocked you in. Call me and I'll move my car. Left my number on the note. Stuck it under his wiper, went into work. Couple hours later, I get a call from a number I don't recognize. It's the guy, a little mad, but trying to hide it, asking if I'll move my car so he can get to work. I say, sure, I'll be down to move my car. I finish up working on a commercial that I was doing, and then I head down. But now it's a couple minutes later. He's fuming. What took you so long? I need to get to work. I said, I was doing my work, and since you parked in my spot, in a lot in which you don't belong, I figured you inconvenienced me. You should be inconvenienced, too. Now, he probably would have decked me or something, but I think he just wanted to get out of there and go to work. But he did flip me the bird as I moved my car away from his SUV as he pulled out. I thought, man, maybe I took it too far. So I ask you, am I a jerk? On to the rock lines, Ed from Scranton. What do you think, buddy? Absolutely not a jerk for that. How would you have done the? How would you have handled that? Not what I would have done, Prospector. I would have flattened his tires. Got one from Open Mike on the Rock 107 app. Am I a jerk? No, he's the jerk. How self-absorbed was that guy? <laughs> He's late for work. The nerve of some people. Yeah, you wouldn't be late if you weren't parking where you didn't belong. Christine says you're not a jerk. Too bad about him. He deserves to wait. Bill says very petty and a little bit of a jerk. Why not leave him a note warning him or her that they could be towed? Uh, open mic on the Rock 107 app. Am I a jerk? Kind of a jerk. I, I saw the picture on Facebook. There were empty spots. You should have parked in one and let the company handle the guy. Art from West Pittston checking in on the rock lines. Uh, Art, what do you think? Am I a jerk? I just wanted to say you're my idol, brother. <laughs> Listen, people think they, sh- they can do whatever they want nowadays. They park where they want. They do 30 miles an hour in the left-hand lane on the highway. I, I, you are my idol, brother. That was awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Art is with me on that. Faith says he won't be there again. Uh, you could have made him wait longer and informed him to call his job as he might be a little late. You are not a jerk. Christina, not a jerk. But I'd be looking at my car really closely because he, if he's a jerk, might key you or put air uh, less air in your tires. Who knows? He knows where you park daily. There's too many crazies out there. On to the rock lines. Karen, am I a jerk? Rock 107. No, you are definitely not a jerk. You handled it very well by putting the note on his uh, vehicle and I'm very proud of you. She's proud of me. Gladys says, I think you were nicer than I would be. I would have had his car towed day two. And Chris, a bit, but him being there was the bigger jerk move. In the question today of am I a jerk for blocking a guy in who was parked in my spot two days in a row in a parking lot he didn't belong and then making him wait for me to come move it, the answer is, and by a pretty good majority, according to you, Northeast PA, no, I am not a jerk. 
Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. An animal shelter in Portland begged people to temporarily adopt its dogs last Friday because their pens were outdoors and it was supposed to dip below zero. People immediately showed up in droves, waited in line for hours, and took 120 dogs home with them. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You watched it back in the day, right? Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. The Sopranos is celebrating its 25th anniversary with a special collection available to stream on Max. You like the show? Well, here's the director cut of the producer's cut of the janitor's cut. Anthony Soprano, Detective Gaudioso, Essex County. I have a warrant for your arrest. Would you bring the whole county with you? We don't take any chances. Will you tell them he's got a medical condition? That this is his family doctor right here. Ask him. I told you people I didn't want any presents. Just, Just a few, few kind words. Mr. Federal Attorney. That was my father's line every year. Can you really not be aware we've been building a RICO case against Tony Soprano? Feds are doing some digging over by Brantford Avenue. To have my health, to be in this beautiful spot. For people that I love, I couldn't ask for more. Now wait, there's more. They're doing family reunion fan screenings in Los Angeles and New York City. Special guest appearances, uh, Soprano-themed snacks and trivia. Imagine sitting there, munching on a monster-shaped cookie, asking yourself, who ordered the hit on Polly Walnuts? And they've got a TikTok account dedicated to 25-second clips of every episode, because who needs character development when you can sum up Tony Soprano's therapy session in a dance montage? Are you too lazy to leave the couch? Well, good news. There's a Sopranos-inspired Italian sandwich available through Postmates in Los Angeles and New York because nothing says organized crime like a sandwich delivered to your door. Here's more content than you can binge in a lifetime, and if you're still hungry, get a sandwich delivered. I hope they just don't start offering Sopranos-themed therapy sessions. Tell me about your mother, but do it in 25 seconds or less. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. There's a temporary new exhibit at a large Bass Pro Shops in Leeds, Alabama. If you go to the aquarium, you might be able to see a naked man swimming with the fishes. Last Thursday night, a 42-year-old man named George Owens crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of Bass Pro Shops, got out of his car, stripped off all his clothing, ran into the store, and did a cannonball into the aquarium. Later, he walked over and stood under a waterfall. Naturally, the other shoppers were stunned. Police showed up, and before they caught him, he jumped into the water a second time, then slipped, fell, and knocked himself unconscious. It's unclear if he was on something or he had a breakdown, but he was being evaluated at a hospital for mental issues, then booked into the jail. He's charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, criminal mischief, and reckless endangerment. Nominee number two. An old man in Long Island, New York, messed up and tried to reheat his Taco Bell in the microwave while it was still in its aluminum wrapper. So the man went back to Taco Bell and made a big scene, berating the employees and demanding they repay him for the tacos and his microwave, which he says blew up. Then he really lost his cool because he saw one of the employees smile, so he slapped the guy hard. 
And the winner is... The man who slapped a Taco Bell employee because his microwave exploded while he was reheating his tacos. You are the Yam Bag of the Day, and we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.